now, 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 your weekly dose of inspiration, inspiration. Perspiration. perspiration, and just the right amount of bull defecation. <laughs> the Get You Some Radio Show, with your host, the Vice President of Making Shit Happen, Terry Lancaster. Greetings and salutations. Welcome back to the Get You Some Studio. I'm your host, Terry Lancaster, and today... In the studio, we've got my buddy, Dave Delaney. Dave is a Canadian lost in Nashville, and he is also a social marketing strategist and, uh, and networking consultant. He's the author of the book, New Business Networking, the founder of Future Forth, a columnist for the Nashville Tennessean, and all around good guy. Dave, how you doing, eh? I'm, I'm great, man. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Awesome oh, man, I'm, 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 I'm glad to have, have you on the show. You've been, you've been kind of one of my heroes from the get-go. Um, four years ago, I, I never ventured out of, out of my office. I, I, didn't, I, I had a base of customers, but I wasn't really interested in networking. I didn't go to networking events. I didn't do a lot of social marketing, and, and then, then I met Dave. And uh, kind of uh, everything kind of kind of gone from there. You showed me a, a kind of path for connecting with people. And what I like about what you talk about is everyone's pretty good at either one or the other. There are a lot of people who are good online, and there are a lot of people mm -hmm. who are good at the uh, at the meet and greet rubber chicken kind of meetings. But you meld them both together uh, seamlessly. So tell us a little bit about yourself. How'd you get here? And how'd you get started on this? And how'd you uh, how how'd you become Dave Delaney? Uh, well, it's all my parents' fault. <laughs> but I, I won't go back there. Um, no. Uh, so my story is I was born and bred in Toronto. Uh, took a trip to Ireland. Met my wonderful wife in Ireland, who is from uh, near Nashville, Tennessee. So yeah. So that's sort of the the quick and dirty version of uh, how I ended up living in Nashville. And and uh, but I've been a big uh, proponent of networking. Uh, all of my career, and it's resulted in me finding great work, great jobs, great people, and um, it took me many years to realize that that is a big part of what I'm all about, and to embrace that by writing my book and um, launching my community and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, that's kind of the, the the quick version, anyway. Well, you you kind of you kind of moved to Nashville, all right, and uh, and how long have you been in Nashville? 10, 10 years. 10, 10 years. So 10 years ago, Nashville was, was a growing city then. It wasn't necessarily the, the rusty Bible Belt town it was 30 or 40 years ago, but it was still mm -mm. A kind of a small town. Everybody knew everybody, but nobody knew Dave. Yeah. <laughs> how, did, uh, right, how, right. how did you overcome that? Um, a couple different ways. When I moved here, um, I started researching. So my background is in marketing, communications, and, and technology. Um, also broadcasting as well. I used to work in television, print, and uh, performing arts before that. Um, so when I moved to Nashville, before I moved to Nashville, I started researching. I'm also a nerd, so I love technology. And so I started researching sort of the tech marketing scene in Nashville. And I started a blog and started writing about it and used it as a research place for me to write about the different people, the different companies, the different things that were taking place in Nashville. So I started writing that blog before I moved to Nashville. And then when I moved here, I had a business card. I made a business card with that blog, promoting that blog. Mm -hmm. So that when I met people here, I could give them the business card and they could check out the blog and get to know me better. Now I was unemployed. I didn't move here with a job. So I had to That, that made you a consultant, Dave. <laughs> right, that's right. That's right. Um, so I had to quickly network my way into uh, finding a job. And so I um, uh, went to an American Marketing Association conference and uh, did a lot of cold emailing, cold calls as well, uh, but met the president of the uh, AMA, the American Marketing uh, Association rather here. 
and she introduced me to a bunch of people around town and then one meeting led to another and another one led to another and then I uh, got a job. So that's sort of how I started here in Nashville. So first I researched the market um, and that, you know, I could have easily researched the market and learned about it. This I do a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, I do a lot of public speaking and I speak to students a lot and, and they say, you know, how should I get started? And I always say like, start a blog, start writing about the industry that you're interested in and sort of become your own little reporter on it. And by doing that, you establish your own space online that people can check out and learn more about you. But also by sharing this information, um, you're sharing what you're learning with people. So you're sharing valuable information and you're learning from that. So that's, that was sort of the way, the way I did it. Um, you, know, you could easily just, I could have read the trades and just learned about what was going on, but instead um, decided to start a blog and share, share what I was learning as well. Yeah. Well, I mean that, and that, or you, or you could start a video webcast like the, uh, the, the get you some radio show. And that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm researching. I get a chance yeah. to research and talk to people. And so I, it's kind of twofold. I get to find out stuff and then I get to form connections and then I get to tell Absolutely. people and share and, and create more connections. So it's a kind of a, a big feedback loop when you start doing stuff like that. Yeah. I actually have a chapter in my book, new business networking. I talk about some alternative ways to network and podcasting is definitely one of those ways or vlogging. Uh, is definitely one of those ways where you can meet new people and establish relationships and then, uh, yeah, go from there. So. Yeah, I have buddies who have podcasters and one of, one of their sayings is that uh, podcasting is the new networking. So they are, they're all about you using it for that. So tell, tell us more about the book, New Business Networking. Well, tell, what, what, what's all that about and uh, give us some of, the, some of the gist from there. Yeah, so some of it, is, so the idea of the book is it's about uh, networking online and using social media and social networks and content to network, but then it's also including offline. So it's about uh, meeting people in person and organizing your own events or finding events to attend. Instead, in fact, I actually just launched an online course called betterconferencenetworking.com to learn how to network before, during, and after a conference or a trade show or anything like that. Um, so the book is broken into chapters. So I have chapters on like Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and and things like that. But then I also have chapters on business card etiquette and some design tips and uh, CRM uh, tips and things like that. So the book itself, which I have a copy right here. Oh my goodness. promote. There you go. Yeah. Um, the book actually came as a result of my networking. Go figure. Um, you know, one thing I'm a big, uh, you know, I write about a lot on my blog and in my column is about the importance of speaking to strangers and going and talk to, talking to strangers, unless you're my kids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's for the kids out there, um, but go and talk to strangers. And so I was at a conference and uh, just killing time. I had nothing, I had no one to speak with. I was kind of standing there bored and there was an, a, an exhibit hall and a lady looking equally as bored um, at a table. So I went over and started talking to her and they were a publisher and they published, I knew some of the authors that had been published previously by the uh, by Q the the publisher Pearson and so we started talking about those people and she said what's your book and I said I don't have a book and she's like no nah, you have a book what is it <laughs> and I'd had this idea of writing this book because no book has been written about networking online and offline mm -hmm. and I'd never articulated it I'd never said it even to my wife um, but I'd had the idea in the back of my head really raw and so I she pressed me and I told her and next thing I knew I had a book proposal done and had a book deal suddenly. And so that came as a result. My book about networking came as a result of my networking. So it's amazing where life will take you. So. you 
you need to hang out in soda fountain so you could be a Hollywood starlet with that story. Just people walking in and signing you up. Uh, it's, 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 it's funny that you mentioned that. I, um, I, of course, you know, my, my, my kids, my youngest daughter just graduated from high school and I spent a lifetime telling them not to talk to strangers. And now that they're in college, almost every time I talk to them, when I leave the conversation with that, go talk to somebody you don't know, go, go do something, go, uh, go make a new friend. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that, that's, hard, that's, that's hard for me and, and for, for my daughters, actually, because we're all introverts. Um, uh, mm -hmm. What kind of tips? And, and you have a couple of networking events here in Nashville that you, that you founded, that you started. And I actually, I remember I went to one of yours three or four years ago, one of the, mm -hmm. uh, the uh, Nash cocktail events. Walked in, yep. uh, ordered a cocktail, didn't know a soul in the place, walked around with the cocktail in my hand, made one lap through, finished the cocktail, walked out the door with, without ever saying a word to a soul. So, so what tips mm -hmm. do you have for, for people who don't like talking to strangers? Well, um, what I recommend is, okay, well, first of all, I think of networking like first dates and job interviews. Um, and what I mean by that is if you could be single for the rest of your life, if you never go on a date, even though you don't like to go on first dates because nobody likes first dates because it's always awkward and horrible, right. not horrible, but it's definitely awkward. So, but you have to go on a first date in order to get to know somebody. Right. And for job interviews, same thing. You've got to go to a job interview. If you want to get a job, you can't just say, I don't like job interviews. I'm not going to show up because you're not going to get the job. Well, networking is the same way. It's, it's even if you don't like networking, because you're more introverted or because you're shy or what have you, you still have to get out there and, and meet people because if you don't grow your network, then you're going to have a really hard time growing a business or, or finding a job. Um, you know, nowadays it's all algorithms trying to find people and it's a, it's a lot trickier to uh, submit your resume to endless websites and just hope. Um, mm -hmm. Networking is about finding those jobs. I mean, the jobs that I've had, both in Nashville, both two, job, two jobs, two companies I worked with when I was in, working for other people in Nashville, both came from word of mouth. Mm -hmm. um, they didn't come from me, you know, filling out an application or a resume. Mm -hmm. They came because I got introductions. Um, so that's ex ex extremely important. So even if you're shy or you're introverted, what I always say is if you're introverted, um, and I'm sort of on the fence, I'm sort of an ambivert, as it mm -hmm. were, I'm a little bit of both. Um, you know, if you're introverted, I know how exhausting it can be to have to talk to people, like just have to exert yourself that way. Um, and so set yourself a goal, like go to a networking event, go to a conference, but set yourself a goal. Like I'm going to speak to two people and I'm going to spend 20 minutes here mm -hmm. and then I can go Yeah, and set yourself a goal. And then the next time you do it, you know, accomplish that goal. And then the next time say, I'm going to speak to three people and spend 30 minutes or 40 minutes. And, and, you know, if you're, if you're really just not into it, then start with just one person and go for yeah. 10 or 15 minutes until you speak to one person and then you can leave. Yeah. Um, you know, then you can give yourself permission to leave because you've set yourself that goal and said, okay, one person, 15 minutes tops and I'm out of here. And then, uh, yeah, do it that way. So. All right. So and that's great. You start, start small in 20 minutes. That's not super exhausting. You can do 20 minutes. And, and when you got to go like that, it's easy. Let's go. All right, let's go in, let's get it done. And I can get the hell out of here. So it's, uh, that's, uh, that's, that, that's a way to overcome the hurdle. So let's bring the online right. into it. You go in, you, you, you go into the, uh, the, the rubber chicken meeting and you, you talk to two people and you got two business cards and two contacts and you get back home yeah. safe and sound in the, uh, in, in, in your little cocoon where you like it. What do you do then? 
Yeah, so I mean, what I recommend doing is researching who's going to be there in the first place, who's going to be going to an, a conference or an event, look at the speakers, look at the sponsors. Um, if there's an online registration, look at the people that are that have, you know, that are on there and start reaching out to folks before you go so that you have, you know, some people you can reach out to and connect with and set up some coffees or set up a cocktail or a breakfast or whatever the meeting may be. Um, but start setting up those, those uh, connections before you go. Yeah. Um, because by doing that and investing the time in that and researching it, you, you know, you get to know the people that are going to be there. And even if you don't get a chance to reach out or don't get a chance to connect with that person, at least they're now on your radar and so, and vice versa. So that when you do see them in the hall, um, you know, you can go over and say, Hey, Dave Villani, I spoke to you. I, you know, we exchange emails before the conference. I know you're really busy and I don't, I know you didn't have time to grab breakfast, but you know, if you want to grab a, a Coke in the hallway or whatever, um, you know, that's, that, that can happen from that. So I think taking the time beforehand to research who's going to be there uh, can be very beneficial and really help you a lot. Now, how, how about follow up after the event when you, when you, when you've actually made the contacts and uh, what's, you know, what are some steps you can take to stay in touch and start building the relationship? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, I always say following up is the second most important part of networking after following up or after showing up, right? Showing, <laughs> showing up, up first, then following up. Showing up and follow up. Okay. Yes. Right, right, right. Um, follow up. So, so some good things to do is to, like one thing to do, if you do have a blog and you do like to write, um, write a blog post summarizing the, your experience at that conference. And then when you follow up with each person, send them a link to the blog post so they can check it out. So they have a reason to come over to your blog because you both share the same experience. You both were not the same, but you were both at the same event. Right. So this gives them an opportunity to come over and learn more about you when they're on the site. Um, but follow up meaning, you know, all the business cards that you collected, all the people that you met, start writing, follow up with them, remind them where you met, like if it was at the buffet line or if it was, you know, waiting for a cab or, or after a session or whatever it was, you know, follow up with folks, you know, explain how nice it was to meet them, maybe schedule a coffee if, if you're in the same market or, or a meal or, or at least a phone call just to follow up and learn more about them. But by writing that blog post, it can really give you, and it doesn't have to be on your blog. Like if you don't have a blog, you can write it as a LinkedIn Pulse post, or you can write it on as an online uh, publishing platform called Medium. Um, you could use that, um, but just somewhere that you can send them a link so that they can learn more about you, and then you you give them something of value as well at the same time. So tell tell us about some of the other things that you're doing. I know you're the founder of Future Forth. Tell me tell me about Future Forth. Yeah, Future Forth is a digital marketing consultancy. Uh, I work I consult companies and coach people on how best to use digital marketing. I've worked in the space for almost 20 years now, so it's been a long time. Uh, so I help people understand how to use social media, content marketing, email marketing, and SEO, uh, SEM, all those good things and acronyms uh, to teach them how to use this stuff properly for their businesses. So if, if you're using Facebook for your business, for example, and you don't know if it's working or if it's not working, then you call me and, and I can uh, take a look under the hood and let you know what's, what's working and what's not and, and give you a strategy and actually teach you how to do this stuff. So that's what I do at Future Forth. And then um, the stuff on networking, everything I write about and talk about, I do a lot of presentations on, on networking, is at networkingfornicepeople.com. And um, if you are going to an event, um, I just created a free download. It's 10, 10, 10 tips 
www.networkingfornicepeople.com or go to the site and it's right at the top. Yeah. Um, and that's a free one page, 10 of my favorite tips for networking at conferences, but there's some good stuff in there that can help you um, really capitalize on the fact of capitalizing your investment and in going to an event in, in the first place. So that yeah. would really help. One of the, one of the things I, I try to concentrate on, or I, I'm, I'm a little as, I don't know, we're working on is the difference between marketing for the salesperson, marketing for the individual and marketing for the company, because there's, there's so much that the individual can do beyond mm -hmm. the level of what, the, what, what the company is doing. How do you, when you're working with a company and you're working with them on, on their, their social media strategy, how do you help them connect what they're doing to what their salespeople are doing because your salespeople, if you own a company and you've got 10 salespeople, there's 10 advocates who are automatically there to share your stuff and spread the company's story. What are some ways that everything can get tied together for a, for a little boost and synergy? There, there's yeah, right, right, right. I think, I think it's important that the messaging is on point. And so I'm not saying it necessarily has to be scripted or anything like that, but it's really important that your overall brand strategy uh, you know, your brand message, what your company is all about um, is clear to your sales team so that they know um, all and your, and your origin story, you know, where, where, where this company came from so that they have these talking points so that when they're out there speaking to people, um, they know they live and breathe the brand and they understand everything. So making sure that that messaging is in place is really important so that everybody is, you know, on point and, uh, and sharing the right, the right information so and that that applies to in person or online yeah so and m most of our audience are, are, are salespeople. one one mm -hmm. sales people real estate agents uh automobile sales people insurance agents uh so yeah. entrepreneurs and my promise to them is everyone's going to get one tip what's one thing you could do today when you turn off the computer when you turn when you put down the phone after watching the show what's the one thing you can do to start making your business and your life better so I'm assuming mm -hmm. from a networking standpoint, what's the one action step that you would advise anyone to start taking today, right now? Uh, write down some goals on paper. Um, old school, I know, paper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love it because for me, like I have a daily to-do list um, that I write out. And I have one for Monday to, through Friday and one for Saturday, and then I take Sunday off to do whatever. Um, but because I work for myself, you know, you know how it is. I mean, yeah. a lot of the time you're doing stuff at night or you're doing stuff on the weekend. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, even on Sunday sometimes, but write out your goals and have them stuck on the wall above your desk so that they're right in front of you all the time that you can see exactly what you're trying to reach. And that way you can keep on target and focused and understand what you're trying to do. Um, the daily to-do list, I love it on paper because I see it all the time. As I said, it's in front of me all day. Um, I live on the internet a lot of the time, but I get distracted like everybody else. So, you know, it's hard because I have clients, you know, and I help them with Facebook, for example, but you know, the notifications are still there for all the other stuff. And so it's, it's difficult because you get distracted right. uh, squirrel. Yeah. Uh, you get distracted really easily. So having the to-do list on paper really helps you look back down and say, Oh, I still need to do this. And then grabbing your pen or pencil and like scratching it off the list. There's nothing more satisfying than doing that with an actual pencil or pen um, than doing it online. Um, the to-do apps, I've tried a lot of those. Yeah. Uh, but I find still, if it's to do, if it's on my phone or on my computer, it's just gonna, you know, I'm gonna have other notifications and distractions. So it's better just to have it on paper. 
Yeah. You know what? Uh, the, you're the second person now this, uh, who, has, uh, who has mentioned putting the to-do list as their one action step, getting your to-do list actually on paper, writing it down, keeping it on your desk where it's always there, all, always in front of you. Yeah, definitely. In fact, you can add um, something. I, I updated my to-do list. Um, also a download. I make every, whenever I make these things and I start using them, I'll share them with people. So it's a yeah. download too. But um, I updated it last year to add a dollar sign box to anything on my to-do list that equals money. Right. Because a lot of times, you know, I'll have to-do items that are not to do with money and, right. and not to say money, 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 but bills need to be paid. Yeah. So, um, so I go through and, and find the things that are going to actually equal money so that I can prioritize them and understand that like, okay, I need to do that. Yes. Yeah. And the dollar sign behind it keeps your attention. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, it helps. So what's going on in Dave's world? What's coming up new? What are you excited about? Um, I just actually updated my keynote presentation, Networking for Nice People, uh, based on the blog and, and based on my book. So that, that's updated. And I've been doing some training around, around Nashville, actually, and elsewhere, um, doing the keynote and doing in-house training. And, and, and then I also work with businesses. Um, I just worked with one um, where I audited what they're doing, which is typically my future force gig. And went in and did like in-house training on on how best to use this stuff and share my findings. So, uh, lots of stuff with Future Forth, lots of stuff with networking for nice people, uh, you know. And I, I love writing, so I'm writing quite a bit as well. So, yeah, you know, juggling. Now, one one of your one of your things I haven't actually seen this presentation, but you have one presentation that's on using improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just one more thing for my plate, right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, my background. So one thing that <laughs> I studied uh, improv at Second City in Toronto, where I'm from, yeah. and graduated from their improv. Uh, you and course. a couple other famous tra Canadians. So yeah, there's a few. Uh, yeah, there's a few of them there. Uh, so uh, yeah, so I studied Second City or improv at Second City, and then when I lived in Ireland, I had an improv troupe that I, I started there, um, and then uh, in Nashville. What happened was um, there's a, a tech marketing company called HubSpot and they had a conference a couple of years ago in Boston mm -hmm. and invited me to come and speak. And I created a little book called uh, Improve, with, or Improve with Improv, How to Improve Your Life with Improvisation. Mm -hmm. and, and so um, I wrote a little, a little ebook about this and then I did a presentation on using improv to improve your life and improve your business uh, because there's a lot of skills in improv that are applicable to every day. And uh, yeah, so, and then uh, fast forward uh, this year, I auditioned for an improv troupe and got accepted. Whoa. So now I'm doing improv <laughs> again after like a 15 or 16 year hiatus. I'm actually performing improv. Well, well, I think the, uh, probably the greatest benefit of doing improv, I haven't done any improv, but I have done a lot, a lot of speaking and uh, I work with uh, Toastmasters here and part of, part of their thing is, is getting up and, and being prepared to speak and, being comfortable with being uncomfortable and getting used to uncertainty. I think that's probably one of the greatest benefits of improv is, is being comfortable when you're not sure where the situation is going to go. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's also, yeah, just, it's, it really helps you be quick on your toes and also accept uh, things in your life as well and, and kind of work, work with what you have. Um, so yeah, I've learned a lot. Um, Actually, on the Networking for Nice People page, there's a speaking section. And yeah. if you go there, there's a video of that presentation that I did. So if you're interested in checking that out, um, you can see that improv talk. It's like 12 minutes long. It's just a little small, uh, short little talk about improv. But it was, it was a fun, uh, 
fun experience. I had a lot of great feedback from that. So that's something else. I'm definitely near and dear to my heart. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's wrap it up. How does everyone get in touch with you? Where, where are your sites again? Let's put it all in one place. Where is Dave Delaney? Yeah, you can find me at networkingfornicepeople.com um, or futureforth.com. Both places will, uh, will come to me and you'll find me there. All right. Anything else we can do for you, Dave? You let me know. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's awesome to be here. Good thanks to talk to you, Terry. Thanks for listening. Show up and follow up. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, man. Being the boss is fun. Taking your ideas, turning them into something new, and watching it grow. Oh, it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun until it's not. Most businesses reach a point where good ideas, common sense, and hard work just aren't enough anymore. They get stuck. Now it's time to get unstuck. Unstuck 10 proven strategies for breaking through the barriers to small business growth. Get your copy today and get unstuck. Get you some radio. You've been listening to the Get You Some Radio Show. Subscribe today at terrylancaster.tv to hear more episodes, win valuable cash and prizes, and get free training to help you create an army of buyers who know, like, and trust you before they've ever even met you. It's a big, wide world, boys and girls. Get out there and get you some.